0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spiritual Journey Podcast. This is episode 79. And I just want to start by saying thank you. I feel so blessed with this podcast, all the messages that I receive on a weekly basis. And you know, I me and Stace have the objective of just sharing whatever knowledge comes through for us on this podcast and kind of always lifts my soul getting those messages, knowing that we're making an impact. So really, really glad to be here, really glad to be sharing this space with Stace. And um, yeah, let's start by there, by asking my co-host, the beautiful, the stunning, the healer, extraordinary, and published author, Stacey Brown. Stacey, you want to introduce yourself?
1: Hi, friends. So we have been loving pouring into you in this space, and I believe we hit a milestone of 40,000 unique listeners. Is that right, Nims? Um, Yeah. What... What an amazing thing to be 79 episodes in and know that we are making an impact in the world, which is what we've wanted to do all along. My name is Stacey. I'm an intuitive healer and a certified Reiki practitioner. I'm a spiritual mentor and coach. I'm a recently published author. My book is out on Amazon and Audible, and it's called Journey to Soul Center, Discovering the Gift of Surrender. If you haven't already checked it out, I encourage you to check it out. Not only is it me sharing my story, but it's each chapter has a journal prompt and a life lesson in it so that it helps you go deeper into your journey of healing. So that's a little bit about me. I'm going to pass it back to you to introduce yourself, Nims.
0: Thank you, Stace. Uh, Hi, everybody. I'm Nims, Nimesh. I'm also an Akashic record reader, Akashic trainer, podcast host, podcast creator, and spiritual coach and mentor and i just love doing the work that we do i love guiding people to to the answers that are inside them i really do feel a lot of us are going through a lot of change and the things that used to excite us don't excite us anymore and, and our gifts have been activated and people are just going through a lot and it really does feel like a great time to to be guiding and helping people along the journey and um Stace, on that note, you know, in terms of guiding, we've, we're very aware of wanting to work with people and guide people, so we've added some additional ways to work with us. And Stace, I'd love for you to talk about that a little bit.
1: Yeah, so we have um, a twelve-week mentorship program that has made a global impact and has really been changing lives. But one of the things that we've become aware of is that not everybody's needs are the same, and so we have refined. Um, what we're offering. And we now have some more options available. For example, we have one-off coaching sessions where you can jump in and get started where you are. Um, We've also implemented a six-week mentorship program. If you want to get started and you're not sure where to start, the best way to connect with us is through booking a free discovery call. So you can go to either one of our websites and book the call. Again, it's free and we can help customize a program that will work for you and for your needs. Um, Another thing that we encourage you to do is follow us on social media. Namesh and I are both very active on our social medias and it's a great way not only to learn more about what we do but to learn more about who we are behind the scenes and get to know us. So we will include our social media handles in the show notes, and we would love for you to follow us there.
0: Thank you, Stace. And, yeah, I love the work that we do. Um, Yeah, just really glad we could offer some additional options. Um, We are working to update our website on on that, but uh, you can book a free discovery call and connect with us. And, um, yeah, definitely follow us on social media, Stace does these funny um juice videos too um just love it too there's a there's a fun side to it for sure so um but let's get into the topic so today's topic is do you believe you're worthy of good things for me that's a really interesting topic because how many of us you know when we're going through those challenging times don't feel like we're worthy of good things and but what makes us think that we're not worthy of good things at any time? And what what happens is, is that feeling inside that we're not good enough kind of reflects externally <clears throat> and that's what makes us feel that the universe is kind of all up against us and it kind of... Because we do go through those cycles, right? And I'm sure people, you know, our listeners can relate to being at times feeling like they're not worthy. And... You know, not being worthy when you don't feel worthy in yourself at the same time, you probably don't feel worthy of good things. Um, but I'm a big believer the universe, God, source, whatever you want to call it, is ultimately kind, wants us to expand, wants us to complete soul contracts, wants us to complete the reasons why we're here. But we're a huge, we're, we're a soul having that human experience, and sometimes that human experience does include some pain. Um, but what if that pain is there to expand us? And what if in many ways, if we go back to some of our most painful experiences, did they turn into good things? Was there something that happened during those times which did expand us, did help us? And, you know, even if you're in a trying time right now, could you look around you and think of some of the good things that you have manifested? You know, we, we, um, we talked about in the miracles episode of just walking into nature and just being, feeling the miracle of nature around us. Right. You know, I, I talked about connecting to plants and my English accent sometimes make you laugh. I don't know why, but, um, But it's like worthy of good things, you know, what if the good things are waking up in the morning, feeling and waking up with a smile on your face? What if those good things start from you feeling worthy inside? Because it is, and and I guess sometimes it's difficult, right? It's a, but again, I just feel with a lot of our episodes, it comes down to having a strong self-care routine. Taking time out for you on a regular basis, gives you a foundation to feel good about yourself and from there feel worthy of good things. Um, But Stace, as we get deeper into the topic, I'd love to hear your perspective. And do you believe you're worthy of good things?
1: So I find this to be a fascinating topic because um, I think for some of us, we need to go back into our programming right. And the way that we were raised and what the message was to us as far as being worthy. Okay. And for me, um, and I've talked a little bit about this in previous episodes, there was a theme for me from a very young age of guilt and shame. And when you're existing in a space of guilt and shame, it's very hard to have self-love in that space and i found myself um very early on feeling a tremendous amount of anxiety and insecurity and self-doubt and i believe in that space i absolutely wasn't thinking about good things coming my way because i felt like through the religion i was brought up in and the home i was brought up in um I almost felt like I was being punished in a way. And it left me in a space of being very insecure. And um, as I got older, I felt like I was chasing good things, right? Like if I get this house, then I'm worthy, right? It proves that I'm worthy. If I have another child, and I'm parenting, then that means that I'm good and I'm worthy, right? And for for me, there was this theme of good and bad, right? And I really struggled with how to work past that. And for me, I couldn't even think about being worthy of good things until I could go deeper in the journey of loving myself. And <clears throat> what's interesting about this, <clears throat> Because I find with a lot of people, they might have heard the concept of self-love, but they don't understand exactly what that means. Like, they might hear it, but they don't know how to implement it. And for me, I believe that the journey that I took to learn to love myself really shifted what was coming into my life and what I was attracting. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, it makes a lot of sense.
1: Like just the feeling of like, I'm not good enough, right? I just had this constant feeling of I'm not good enough. And when you're in that space of not feeling like you're good enough, what are you going to attract to you? You're going to attract energetically things that aren't good enough, right? Meaning like not for your highest good. And so- thing that I wrestled with for decades nims i mean there wasn't somebody teaching me how to love myself there was someone teaching me how to chase being a good girl and the approval of people around me but there wasn't a knowledge and an understanding that i was unconditionally loved by my higher power and by the universe and that i was worthy simply because i existed I didn't have that concept. That wasn't instilled in me. And so for me, I found myself always feeling like I was coming up short. And I think subconsciously, I was attracting a lot of chaos into my life, not even realizing I was doing it.
0: That's really interesting because you're, you know, when you talk about being worthy of good things, how many people translate that into a new house, a new car, a new something? How often do we go looking for something outside to make us happy? You know what? When I get this house, as you mentioned, I'll be happy. When I get this good thing, right? This good thing could be a new car, a new house, a new relationship. Um, and the only thing that we can really control is this moment, right? We can't control what's going to happen tomorrow. We can't, you know, we can go move towards a new house, but we can't, you know, we have to, we have to, it is a, it is a a trustful to a certain extent, but if we do the right things today, then we are working towards that good thing. Mm -hmm. But again, if we're, if we're looking for something outside to make us happy, then my, I believe we're looking in the wrong place. And what if good things could be? Sure, there could be material. There's nothing wrong with it, right? We should we we're we're we live in a material world, right? God isn't, you know, money is the the god of the material plane. So, you know, it's important to to have. I I love having nice things around us. I feel very blessed with my environment. I feel very blessed with the people around me, and and you know, I feel like I've got a lot of good things around me but do those good things complete me I think I think it's interesting I, I really feel my home gives me a good base it's like having a good base chakra um, and you know you visited it you can feel the energy of it that does make me feel it does make a difference to me but I don't think it fully defines me so yes it's a good thing And yes, I believe I'm worthy of good things. And yes, in the past, I've been guilty of waiting for things. You know what? Um, When I get this new car, I'm going to be, you know, and there is a, a momentary, you know, you do feel great about it. And, you know, I love driving. So, yes, it's great. But I'm very honest with myself about, you know, kind of what good things I'm looking for. And I know the good things I'm looking for are are coming inside. You know, like we talked about the mentorship that we do and, you know, signing up a new mentorship client or working with a client and just seeing them understand their gifts, their programming. For me, that's a good thing. It lifts my soul. Anything that lifts my soul is a good thing. And yes, I'm worthy of it. But I guess we've got to just really think about Um, are we waiting for good things to be happy? Mm. And if we could really appreciate this moment, the good things around us in this moment, what if that can help us attract more good things? Because in many ways whatever we focus on expands right so if we focus on the good things that are, are around us right now the things that we've already manifested then we're going to expand and, and get more of those good things right in many ways what we're asking for is the universe for more of those good things that we already appreciate to feel. but if we're waiting for something to be happy that means that we're not really appreciating what we have right now and we're missing out on the magic of this moment mm-hmm.
1: think when we're going through a life shift, it can really rattle us. And I would say I went through this deep journey of self-love, worked with a mentor, um, really was dialing in on releasing the programming that I had received as a child and embracing who I am in, in all facets and building a relationship with myself. And I felt like I was in a a pretty good space of kind of understanding who I am and why I'm here and, and more awareness. And then, um, my marriage started to fall apart and, when we made the decision to separate and to divorce um nims i went through a crisis it was like all the things that i had worked for that felt like they were good things for my life the home that i lived in the marriage that i was in the family unit that i was in the the career i was in um it all just fell apart and I went to a pretty dark space because I was like okay everything that I've worked for has now been stripped away and what's left and did this happen because I didn't do something that I was supposed to do or you know am I meant to to do life alone am I meant to um to suffer You know, like, is, is that what I'm here for? And I really started to go to this place of like, is this all there is? Because if this is it, then what am I working for? Right? Like I had done the work on myself and had brought myself to a space that I felt was healthy with good things around me. And then all of a sudden it was gone and it feels like it happened overnight. The process of the breakdown of the marriage didn't happen overnight, but once the decision was made that we were no longer going to be married, everything was stripped away so quickly. And I was left with like the skeleton of what I thought my life was going to be. And I don't know if anything will test us more than our suffering, right? It it makes us question our worthiness. It makes us question how we're showing up in the world. It makes us question our direction. It, it rocks the very foundation that we build our lives on. And for me, it was another season of, am I worthy of good things? Like, I remember, I remember waking up in the middle of the night, gasping for air, like, how could I have worked so hard on myself only to have my life fall apart? And it re-triggered things from my programming and from my childhood that I had thought I had released. And all of a sudden I was back in a space of feeling like I'm not enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not strong enough. Which made me question my worthiness. And I found myself in a really uncomfortable space. I moved um, and got a, a small apartment on my own. I have my daughter 50% of the time, my other kids are grown and I found myself having to go back to the foundational lessons of what we teach people and what I had learned in my life about loving myself and really developing a closer relationship with myself And as I embarked on that journey, I started to attract some really beautiful people and things into my life experiences that showed me that I am worthy of good things and that it is possible to recover after a painful experience. But I think sometimes when we go through a period of suffering, We can get caught up in the suffering and it's almost like putting blinders on and we can't see the good, right? Like when Mm -hmm. you're in a space where you're suffering, chances are you're not going to go out at night and look up at the sky full of stars and have a moment of appreciating that God's giving you this good thing, this beautiful thing to experience, right? Sometimes in our suffering, when we think about the loss of what was that isn't anymore, we can't think about things looking new and different because we stay in the hurt of what was and that it isn't anymore. Right. And so I don't even know necessarily if we're lacking in the good things or if it's more that our vision is blurred and we don't see the good things.
0: Yeah. I mean, Life does have going phases, right? And you know, what you kind of described is is we go through rebirth sometimes, right? Everything everything about us is stripped away. And that's what a rebirth is, right? It's the it's like a complete recess. So everything about you is being fully reset. And you know, we hold on to the old version of ourselves, right? Because it's it's like the morning period. It's like we're we're our old version of ourselves that brought us to who we are today is effectively dying it's 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 it's, he or she is drifting away and we try and hold on to it because that's our identity Mm -hmm. and the good things that we've we've created in our old space we also hold on to and um you know i guess that's why i'd encourage all our listeners to to look at to go back into your life and look at those rebirths those really kind of the phase in your life where you know, you, you, you didn't feel like you're worthy. You didn't feel like you're worthy of good things. Um, but what was the outcome? What was the growth that you you generated through that period? What did you learn? What gifts were? And who are you today because of what you went through? And I guess, Stacey, I'll ask you that question. It's like everything you've been through, um, and we've talked a lot about it on this podcast, but everything you've been through, And now you, you know, you're this person you are today. How do I say this? So I get that that journey, you wouldn't want to wish on anybody else because obviously it was painful. But when you get to the other side, do you allow yourself to see the good things that happened during that phase and the good things that happened to you now?
1: I think as you come out of the darkness and and start focusing on like healing and loving yourself and taking action to cultivating a life that you want I think then it becomes a little bit easier to see like to take the blinders off like they kind of like open up a little bit and you can kind of see okay there's there's more right and it's interesting because I I do not I have not talked about my ex-husband on this podcast and I am going to right now um I I have mentioned the divorce but I, have I, never I was gonna seen, say
0: have you never uh, uh, no, okay. ne- I've never Those talked were... about
1: him I've talked Sorry. about the dynamic but I haven't sure. talked about him
0: and the impact they had on you um, yeah.
1: but I will say that I was with a partner who was totally incapable of communication and so I had this life, right? Like where I'm I'm married and I've got kids with him and I've got a beautiful home and he's got a great career and I've got a great career. And like life surface wise was was pretty good, right? But there was an emptiness in the relationship because of the lack of communication that existed for quite a long time and had me feeling like there was something wrong with me because my needs weren't being met in that relationship. And as much as I tried to communicate how I felt, because he wasn't a communicator, it didn't work. And it was like we were living in a house where he spoke Spanish and I spoke Chinese, and neither one of us knew how to speak the other one's language, right? So yeah. with time, with time and working on myself, I've also become aware that. I had painted this picture of everything being so good when it wasn't necessarily meeting my needs. And it probably wasn't meeting his either. Right. And so, what I have found, interestingly enough, is as I have worked on me and loving myself and really developing a closer relationship with myself, I've come to understand the needs that I have, which has then allowed me the opportunity to attract more good things into my life and things that align with who I am, which has, so it's like the worthiness, right? And the understanding that I'm worthy of good things and I've developed a relationship with myself, loving myself has then attracted good things into my life. And those good things, one of those good things has been attracting a loving partner into my life who communicates right? And all of a sudden, it has opened me up to understanding that not only am I worthy of good things, but as I work on myself, I'm attracting those good things, right?
0: And, and I, I didn't the... realize
1: I had that power.
0: And and I guess the good thing is, Sarama, so you talked about your ex-husband before, and at a time, it was like a fairy tale, right? You had the dream home, you had the dream marriage, and it's okay for you to change in for something that you saw as a good thing in the past and you saw as something that you manifested because people change and what you need changes so and how often do we hold on to something because it used to be a good thing because it used to be what we wanted and somehow we, we're trying to get back the feeling that we had when it was a good thing mm. and it's just that but we change, we change, we evolve. And that's what I said earlier. We're, we're, we're a soul having that human experience and that whole... And it's like we have soul contracts with people. And we need to be okay for those soul contracts to be complete because what you wanted and what you saw as a good thing, even last week, even yesterday, even an hour ago, can be different to what you see as a good... Because we're always growing, we're always expanding. And I guess to, that, to the listeners what are you holding on to now that used to be a good thing that if you are honest with yourself is no longer a good thing. You know, Stace talked about her, her experience and realizing that she had a partner that never communicated in the way that she wanted to be communicated to. But it took her some time to realize that, right? She went through a journey of who she is today and Again, to our listeners, what conversation could you have with yourself right now to be honest with yourself? What does good look like for you? And do you feel worthy of that good? Because again, sometimes we know what good looks like for us, but in some way we don't believe it's ever going to happen and therefore we, we don't feel we're worthy of it
1: and i'm going to be so bold as to say that i think sometimes without realizing it i think we can become addicted to suffering i really believe that when we go through a period where we've been suffering for a while like when i've talked about like my son and what we went through with him i mean it was years of struggle with him and it was like traumatic experience on top of traumatic experience and when you get in that space energetically, it's almost like, okay, I've been suffering for so long. I don't remember what it's like not to suffer. Right. And so like subconsciously, what are we attracting to us? Right. If our, if our energy is saying I'm in a space of suffering and that's all I know, right. That's, that's all I see. That's all I feel. Chances are, we can be subconsciously attracting more suffering to us, right? And yes, we know that suffering is part of the human condition. We all go through challenging times. We all go through dark seasons. But I'm wondering, for our listeners, who's been in a space of suffering for a period of time, and you're not quite sure how to get out of it, like how to break the cycle, right? Like, how do you break that cycle when you go through something significant, life-altering, whether it's illness whether it's divorce whether it's the loss of a job the loss of a a loved one there are so many ways that we can suffer right when we go through a period of time that is extensive of that suffering we can kind of get into this space of like okay so this is all there is to life this is it (laughs)
0: it's interesting and um is it an addiction to pain or is it a habit Maybe that's another podcast episode. Um, But it is, you do go through a cycle, right? And sometimes the universe does shake your world up to take you out of the cycle. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: But again, if you're feeling that way, that you feel that all you can attract is unworthy things, if that's the way I want to call it, or painful things, then what can you do to get out of that cycle and again it's what we talk about is that creating that self-care routine um starting with one thing because you know I said earlier what what you what you focus on expands What you you know what you focus on is what you attract um so you have to do something different and even if that's one small thing because it's like you know, sometimes we'll talk a lot about you know creating a self care routine, which includes movement, which includes meditation, which includes journaling, and some of that. So sometimes that's overwhelming. Mm-hmm. But what if you can pick one thing? Because it's like, oh my god, I'm so busy, I can't, I can't, I, I I haven't got time. But we all have time to do one thing, right? And even if that's taking a five minute walk in nature, take you know, journaling once a day, or whatever that may look like. But we have to send a message to the universe that we're willing to meet the universe halfway, and then from there maybe you start to change your environment, and maybe that's. And we've got to be open for, for the universe for God to show off for us, right? We've got to be. And I also feel we've got to be clear on what 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 does worthy look like for us? How does that how does that how does that fit into our world? And then from there we can start to potentially start to change things and it's that we have to be open to change i mean einstein's definition of insanity is keeping the same thing expect a different set of results so if we want our world to change if we want our external world to change then something has to change internally
1: it's so interesting that you say that because i was just working with a client yesterday and she is trying to navigate, um, this new season of her life, um, recently divorced, um, and, and feeling really isolated. And, um, we talked about like, you have to take action, right? You, you've got to make a decision that you're going to shift something because the only thing you have control of in this life is you. And a lot of the conversation with her was based around what other people were doing and how other people were responding and things that she couldn't control around her, right? But we have to shift that into the one thing that we have control over. And friends, this was something that I've talked about on this podcast that happened with me with my son. I got so lost in my son's mental health and substance abuse issues that I was trying to control everyone and everything around me. And losing control of the one person that I had control of, which was me, right? So when we recognize that the one thing we have control of is ourselves, then we can spark the change. And I believe, like you said, it starts with one new daily action in how you're showing up with yourself, right? If you try to change everything about yourself in one fell swoop, your chances are, you're going to feel like you fail, but gradually slowly implementing tools where you are knowing your worth on a daily basis shifts your vibration and then absolutely attracts more beauty and more goodness into your life
0: yeah very true and it, and I, I know sometimes i make it make things sound super super easy and super simple and i know they're not um it's like if everything, sometimes a difficult conversation with itself is everything in our external world is a result of something in our internal world, that means that whatever's happening in, in our world, somehow we've contributed to And sometimes that's difficult to hear, right? Um, why, would, why would we contribute to having a painful existence? And we can get lost in that, that thought. But actually, what if we change that to realize that, well, hold on a second, if I've contributed to what's happening in my world, that's empowering because it means that you can now contribute to changing your world. So what do you focus on? Do you focus on on your painful environment and the fact that you may have created it? Or do you focus on the fact, well, hold on a second, I have the power to change it. And again, to the point that both me and Stacey just made, if we try and change everything, some sometimes you can do it. I mean, you know, Stacey's moved twice in the space of, what, now 18 months and, you know, kind of re- recreated and started a new career and the rest of it. So yes, it can be done. But again, it starts with making the change, making one change and building from there. I mean, I, I was talking to a friend yesterday about, yeah, so sort of the work that we do, and he was like, well, I'm really busy, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And the conversation I had with him is, well, what if you're manifesting being busy so you're not giving yourself time to deal with the things that are happening inside you? And it was an interesting conversation because he was like, hmm, maybe. Because we talked to, I talked to him about some of the things that he's dealing with internally and he's like, yeah, just, you know, I'd, I'd love to be able to work on it, but I haven't got time. So it's that, you know, when you start challenging yourself to realize that actually we are in control of our destiny. We can't always control what happens to us, but we can control with how we, how we respond. And if we're in a, in a dark phase, maybe we can control how long we stay in that dark phase. And maybe we can start to do just one thing and that starts to build a different momentum. And I use the word maybe on purpose because it's um, we definitely have that option, but I get it. It's like when we feel the world around us is so dark, it is hard to see the light. And it does require, it's like you're, you're running on a hamster wheel. It does require you to, to slow down. It does require you to, to just do something different that you haven't done before. And when things are so crazy around you sometimes it's really hard to do that so we acknowledge it's it's kind of it is challenging Mm -hmm. but we also encourage you to do one thing today for you and realize that you're needed on this planet you chose to be on this planet as a soul and you're definitely worthy of good things let me repeat you're needed on this planet you're important you're worthy of good things and what if you opened yourself up to God, to source, your guides, the universe whatever you want to call it loving you unconditionally what if you could feel that love and just start on a journey but again do one thing for you today and also I want to acknowledge I'm sure there's there's listeners they are in a good space they do feel they're worthy of good things And you've got to be proud of yourself for doing that too, right? Uh, We we, we talk about people being in a difficult phase because there is a lot of change around us, right? Astrologically right now, there's a lot of things happening. There's a lot of stuff coming up for all of us because it's meant to in this phase. And it really is important that we focus during this phase on what's coming up for us. You know, it's important that we take time to journal. It's important that we take time to be with ourselves. If we're we're making our external world so busy, and if we've got kids or work is really hard or whatever, there's always lots of things. I really feel it's an important time, yes, to be busy or whatever else you've got to do, but to realize that busyness is stopping you from taking time out for you. So I would encourage all our listeners, especially even more during this phase, to just spend time with you, be with you, be present with you, understand what 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 do you need to be worthy of good things what is what does good things look like for you take time out to do that during this phase especially
1: i absolutely believe in the power of manifesting and i believe that it's been one of the most powerful tools that i have learned to date when I can focus on the energy of what I want in my life as if it's already happened and deeply connecting with that. And I do this through writing, through journaling. I do it through meditation. I do it, I I sit and feel the energy of cultivating the life that I want. And I absolutely believe in the power of manifesting and attracting good things into your life. And I think when we can understand the power that we have as a human being to create the life that we want. I believe that's the most empowering thing that we can, we can experience is that I am in control of me and I am in control of how I shine my light and how I show up in the world. And when you take control of that, I believe beautiful things come into your life.
0: Wow. So Stace, as we close out this episode, um, what is your, what would we advise our listeners? What would we, you know, if we, if we we're in that space of, I can't really feel like I can attract worth. I'm not, I don't feel worthy enough to attract good things. Or you're in the space of, you know what, I am attracting good things, but I want to attract more. Mm-hmm. What would you advise our listeners?
1: So the first thing I would advise you to do is pick up your journal because um, it's a great way to process And I I would ask yourself the question, do you believe you're worthy of good things? And just allow yourself to write and see what comes up. You know, is it stuff about the way that you were raised and the programming that you received as a child that has given you the message that you're not worthy? Was it a toxic relationship that you were in that impacted your self-esteem? Is it the fact that you've been single for a really long time and you're waiting on a partner and you're not understanding? Whatever your circumstances are, I believe that we have to start with the awareness of whether or not we feel worthy of good things, okay? And I think so many of us don't even take the time to gain that insight. And so I would encourage our listeners to start there. Do you believe you're worthy of good things? And then the next thing I would do is I would think about what do you want in your life? Like, what do you feel, what is a good thing to you, right? Is a good thing a new relationship? Is a good thing a new career path? Is a good thing um, strengthening the relationship that you're currently in and shifting the vibration of that? Is a good thing spending more time with your children? Asking yourself, what are things that you feel are good and making a list of those things? Because without the awareness of what you feel is good for you, how can you cultivate more of that, right? So I know that it sounds crazy, but The same way that we make like a grocery list when we're food shopping, make a list, like what are those things that you feel are good things you want in your life? Because without the awareness of what those things are, you can't manifest them, right? So let's start with the awareness of these are the good things that I want in my life. And then the next thing I would say is what are you doing to attract those good things into your life, right? What are you doing for you to shine a light on you, to love yourself? so that you can feel worthy and therefore can welcome in those good things into your life. That's where I would start.
0: Always a good place to start. Right. And. um, Yeah. um, I really hope. This episode is, as you listen to it, you give yourself time to really be open. To having good things come into your life. I would love. Um, for you to send us examples of some of the, the good things that you've manifested in your life um you know stace talked about a few things in terms of journaling for me um taking like i talked about earlier taking time out for you spending some time in nature allowing yourself to heal and feel the beauty around you is also a great space to start and what if that good thing is you taking time out for you to journal or are you taking time out for you to just be present in nature? Feel the beauty around you. Feel the beauty inside you. Stace, I love spending this time with you. Always love whatever comes through for us on these podcasts. And uh, looking forward to recording more with you. And yes, yeah, sending everyone so much love and light. Thank you for being here. As we said earlier, um, schedule a discovery call with us. If you're in that space where... You know that lots of changes happening around you and you, you you really want some guidance on what that looks like schedule a free discovery call we can take you through what our mentorship program looks like different ways of working with us and also as we said earlier follow us on social media we always share good content there we always try and do reels at least five six times a week just sharing whatever comes through for us and maybe you'll hear a nugget of information that will allow you to to change something inside you um and allow yourself to feel the beauty there is a lot of change happening around us right now and be kind to yourself sending everyone so much love and light uh Stace, i'm going to hand over to you to close us up
1: friends it's always so beautiful to have these loving conscious conversations and hopefully spark something in you that allows you to take another step in the direction of being aware, and cultivating the life that you want. Very passionate about this podcast. Nims, I love this space with you, and I can't believe we are at episode 79. We are celebrating um, all of you on your journey, and we're here to support you. So reach out to us. Thanks for being here.
0: Thank you, Stacey, and bye to everyone for now.